Biden's uh, Biden's Whopper's not in Clips of the Week, is it? Or is it? It's not? Okay. So we'll hit hit you with that after Clips of the Week, because he, um, he did his CNN town hall last night, which, uh, well, we can read you what a number of pundits said about it being a softball fest, as predicted and expected. I mean... It was a joke. Trump faces really difficult questioning every single day. I often wonder why he takes so many questions. Um... Every single day, Joe Biden has not yet at all. Hopefully he will in the debate in about a week. But last night, Anderson Cooper, they had people with prepared questions, ask him softball questions. He got to answer them however he wanted with no follow-up or pushback. So I would do the same thing if I was Joe Biden. But he had, even with that, he said one thing that was extraordinarily out of bounds. And the Washington Post has said, there's nothing to back that up. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> yes, indeed. But right now, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. The title Rage comes from him. He said he brings out rage in people. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? I always felt like fundamentally it was a force for good. I don't know if I feel that way. 80% of my budget will go to fairness, 70% of my budget will go to animals, and 60% will go to Starbucks for all. In the woods, constant firefighting, firefighting allows fuel in the form of new growth and underbush. When I think Speaker Pelosi is one of those people who tried uh, Tide Pods. I mean, what deal can we have, uh, Crazy Nancy? I'm sorry, I, th- that was the president. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. We have to give, we have to give the police back the authority to stop crime. Despacito. So remember, that's not a margarita, that's a dugarita. You're hosing out of the back of your Uber. Holly <laughs> Berry's here to watch me play the game, get it to me. That was one of my best games I ever had. I'm ready for the confirmation number whenever. Okay, sir, can I put you on a brief hold? Yeah, that's fine. Idiot. You had you your chance. You just brought up an economist for a basketball argument. Oh. So we had a little clip from The Mandalorian in there with uh, Baby Yoda. Um, Maybe Yoda. Is that the way you pronounce it? No, most people pronounce it Yoda. Um, I didn't like that. Yo, yo, Yoda. I didn't like that heavily edited clip of me in the middle of uh, clips of the Fire farting in the underbush? Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> um, but did you say so, Mandalorian is uh, nominated for an Emmy for Sunday night for best drama? Yeah, outstanding drama series. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And as much as I love Better Call Saul and that's what I'm rooting for, I would be perfectly happy if Mandalorian won it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Come I, I liked it, but it, it's it, silly. Yeah, and it's it's, it's fun. It's, it's crazy it's fun. Really it's well done. I just you know, man, Battery's Call Saul is just magical art. Yes, yes, but it is also it. I and I like it when pop stuff gets recognized for being good as well. And the Mandalorian was kind of a a a version of TV that doesn't really exist anymore now. Yeah, that's true enough. It's yeah. beautifully crafted pop entertainment. And it's fun. It's good. Yeah. It's good at what it is. Yeah. Um, I still don't understand why he's got a flamethrower. <laughs> Jetting through space at hyperspeed and he's going to burn people? It's just crazy. An interesting perspective on what presidents 
think they were elected to do versus the way they actually do their jobs that okay. I heard yesterday. But before we get to that, Joe Biden last night during CNN's town hall, they got into uh, the 200,000 COVID deaths we've had in America so far. And Joe Biden said this. If the president had done his job, had done his job from the beginning, all the people would still be alive. All the people, I'm not making this up, just look at the data. Look at the data. Actually, Joe Biden is making this up, says the Washington Post. Wow. There is no data to support this. So ridiculous, even the WAPO had to call it out. Yeah. There are 50 states run by governors. Policies have varied greatly. Trump has been faulted for not articulating a national plan, but he wouldn't have been able to pursue every every governor to follow his exact same path anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Well, obviously, it's just a crazy thing to say that all of those people would still be alive. And he repeated it and then emphasized it a couple of times. That's a, that's, that's a crazy thing. That's like something a kid would say. Yeah, I, his brain doesn't work right. That's that's nuts. And Anderson Cooper doesn't follow up by saying, whoa, 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 Every all 200,000 people would still be alive if a different president had been? Right. If you had been president? Right. Boy, and are people bashing that uh, town hall in general last night? I mean, including lefties and, and all, um, widely panned, especially following the grilling President Trump faced at ABC News Town Hall just two days before. Uh, political columnist Jeff Greenfield uh, wrote, In the first moments, the contrast between what Trump was asked and what Biden is being asked is striking. Biden is doing very well, yes, but this is not exactly getting him ready to face tough questions from uh, Chris Wallace or Jake Tapper. Um, According to uh, Newsbusters managing editor Curtis Houck, of the 16 participants who asked Biden questions, 13 of them, over 80%, were identified as Democrats, three as Republicans. And George Stephanopoulos was... uh you know, there to grill Trump. Nobody was grilling Biden. Right. Right. Anderson Cooper was there as his campaign manager. Yeah, to facilitate an easy evening. Yeah. And just one revealing data point here for you. The Daily Beast politics uh, reporter Hannah Trudeau, Daily Beast way left, tweeted, has CNN asked a question to anyone who's not a Democrat? But then she deleted her tweet later. (laughs) Because her her co-resistance fighters told her, that's not helping the narrative. Stop. Columnist Miranda Devine observed, so far the questions at CNN's drive-in Biden town hall sound as if they were written by Biden's campaign. Tell us how bad Trump is. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Who is the worst president of all time and why is it Donald Trump? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like that with Chris Wallace, so... We'll see how the debate goes. No, I wish there were an actual conservative uh, asking questions at any point. Chris Wallace is uh, leans left. I'll bet he's he works voted. for Fox News. He, he voted for Clinton. He voted for Hillary. You voted for Obama. I'd bet you a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I'm sure you're right. Um, but he will do because he's a serious journalist. Yeah. Um, so here's something I heard by uh, some smart people who follow history and politics, sort of stuff like that. How, what 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 happens with presidents when they get elected? And the conversation was, uh, will Joe Biden be kind of a left of center guy if he's elected president, or is he gonna, you know, the the left wing of the party gonna run away with him? In our conversation with Lon He Chen earlier, which you can get via podcast at ArmstrongandGetty.com, Lon He offers his opinion on that. 
Yeah, and a lot of people have uh, pointed out that, I mean, if you just go with what his agenda is, he will be the the most liberal president we've had since FDR. Bernie said it, and it's just true. He's he's he's, he's looking to spend twice what Hillary was planning to spend, and something like three and a half times what Al Gore was planning to spend, and what Obama was planning to spend. So it's just, yeah, it's way, 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 way out there. But what happens is, and I think this is probably true, Barack Obama... His, he, he got elected because he wasn't George W. Bush, and a lot of the country thought it'd be really great to have a black guy be president, mm-hmm. and he seemed like a nice guy. He's a gifted speaker as well. Then you no run doubt. with, we're going to re- completely, fundamentally remake the country, you know, overhaul health care, all that sort of stuff. Even though that's not particularly why people thought you were a nice guy. Right. They love the idea of having a black president, and thank God you're not George W. Bush for a lot of the country. Right. Donald That's Trump, a pretty good uh, description. Donald Trump got elected because he's he wasn't Hillary Clinton. And people liked the idea of the judges. And then, you know, then you get into office and then you run with whatever you're going to run with. Well, I would also point out that America is fed up with the D.C. and Manhattan elite. Yeah. And they even went as far back as um, uh, John F. Kennedy when, when he won a very close race with Richard Nixon, and there was even some belief that, you know, it was stolen. It was that close. Um, He was hit with the idea of maybe, you know, we should try to govern toward the center since it was such a close election. He said, no, 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 we won. They didn't. We're going to do what we want to do. And the point of these pundits who've been, you know, read about all this sort of stuff is, you know, you get into the office and you think, I'm going to make history. I'm going to do the things I've always wanted to do. This is my chance. Mm. And... What does that mean for Joe Biden if he gets in? He's, he's not going to look at it, in other words, as, you know, I'm going to try to pull everybody together. No, I'm going to make history. I'm going to, I'm going to make a dent. Yeah, I could What's see that. What's his dent going to be? Yeah, I would, on day one, eliminate the designated hitter. If you can't bat, you shouldn't be a Major League Baseball player. Sit down. Go and play in Korea. I also heard somebody say the other day that we should get away with, we should outlaw the... Uh, the usage of saying on day one, because there are very, very few things you can do on day one. On day one, I will rearrange the desk in the Oval Office. <laughs> I will try to figure out where the bathroom is, and by golly, I'll put my clothes in the closet <laughs> or have someone do it for me. Make sure my key card works. On day one, I'll try to figure out how the phone works. How do you dial out? On day one, <laughs> I will introduce myself to the staff at the White House. <laughs> yeah, the whole on day one thing. Ugh. So tired. So cliche. It really is. Yep. Yep. All right. More to come, including, I mentioned this earlier, but never fleshed it out for you. The uh, one of the Black Lives Matter founders little uh, project is being funded by the Chinese Communist Party, which makes sense because she's a Marxist. We've been ignoring the fact that it's National Cheeseburger Day. There's something it major is. you need to know about Maybe that. you have. I'm on my fifth already. Yeah, well, uh-huh. I'm going to be today. I know most of these things is usually... No, it's not. It won't be after I tell you this. Well... <laughs> I got something to tell you. Uh, if there is one uh, idiotic day I have sympathy for, it's uh, National Cheeburger Day. Oh, boy. Uh, stay here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I didn't stop serving breakfast. No, no breakfast. No breakfast? Nope. I just want a couple of eggs. 
No breakfast. Cheeseburger. Huh? <laughs> I don't want a cheeseburger. Come on, come on, come on. Don't give me that. Come on, let's go, let's go. We're going to have turnover. We want a cheeseburger? Come on, everybody got a cheeseburger. You want a cheeseburger? Come on, cheeseburger. I, I don't want a cheeseburger. It's too early for a cheeseburger. Too early for a cheeseburger? Look. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, Ah, immigrants, they don't talk right. Uh, that's uh, the famous John Belushi skit from 45 years ago. That is Saturday Night Live. It's a National Cheeseburger Day today, and I'm not doing this as an ad. I just read it, so I'm excited. McDonald's has 50-cent double cheeseburgers today Ooh. for National Cheeseburger Day. It's National Cheeseburger Day, and you're going to go visit the clown, <laughs> the Scottish clown. Did you hear that? <laughs> what he, the tell hell? Tell him about the 59-cent thing again. Did you hear that part? It's <sighs> oh, pretty cheap. Get a week's worth of cheeseburger. I just dig that out of my ashtray. Stomach and bowels are worth more than fifty cents. Yeah, and I baconator. Be good to your rectum. I had a baconator <laughs> last night. And it'll be good to you. Be good to your bowels. I remember this was like in our first couple of days on the air in Wichita. So this is, tw- oh, that's almost thirty years ago. It's as um, old as uh, Kate, my my <laughs> oldest kid. I remember you for some reason said rectum. And I said, you can't say rectum on the air. That's how different radio was. I mean, because we were doing music radio. Yeah. And you said, how about if it was, I had two cars and I wrecked them? (laughs) There you go. Oh, jeez. See, it's okay. But at that time, I didn't think we could say rectum on the air. (laughs) Well, it's maybe not a good idea. Probably still don't need to say it. Oh, yeah, honestly. But I think, and this is unnecessarily serious. But there are parts of the body that people develop terrible problems with because they're embarrassed to talk about them. Hmm. You know, I've heard that. I wouldn't, but removing whether, the stigma. Well, exactly. Whether it's you know lady parts problems or, or a testicular cancer or something like that. I can it's, name the most disgusting parts of my body, and if I have a problem with it, I'm perfectly happy to hey, take a look at this, Doc. All right, good. <laughs> good for you. You you're a role model to us all. The Black Lives Matter founders are not role models to us all. There ought to be role models to nobody. BLM co-founder Alicia Garza. Self-professed co-founder? I mean, how does that work? How did the Black Lives Matter thing get started? Did the phrase come... Two women got together and started the organization. Well, did the phrase come up first or the official organization? I think the organization. They came up with the phrase? Yeah, and that phraseology became popular as they showed up and took over Bernie's rallies and yeah. Hillary the, Clinton's. Because the phrase seemed really organic to me, but, you know, <clears throat> it anyway, might, have been, might have been them, sure. Alicia Garza is uh, one of the co-founders of uh, the Marxist Black Lives Matter. She's also the principal of Black Futures Lab an advocacy group for black people, allegedly. The group is financially supported by the Chinese Progressive Association. Uh, Their donate button, for instance, links directly to the CPA site. The CPA was founded in San Francisco in 1972 and holds events with and in support of the Chinese Communist government. How about that? A Stanford paper states, the CBA began as a leftist pro-People's Republic of China organization in 1972, promoting awareness of mainland China's revolutionary revolutionary thought and workers' rights, and dedicated to self-determination, community control, and serving the people. So how about that? LeBron, any comment? Founder Black Lives Matter is in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. Any comment at all? Not so much. Talked about some NFL players who said, hey, I'm not down with putting the name of a, a 
guy who was shot by police on my helmet. We talked about this, I guess it was last hour, because the guy was involved in that drive-by shooting just before the cops shot him. On uh, China, mentioned earlier, we have a uh, envoy in Taiwan to talk to them about uh, some training exercises or whatever, because if there is a flashpoint between the United States and China, it could, could quite possibly be Taiwan. And there are some people who believe China will move on Taiwan at some point during this election season. Anyway, while our envoy was there, China flew seven of their fanciest uh, uh, jet fighters right as close as they can legally get to. That was just a coincidence? I think it was purely a coincidence that at the same time they did that. But They flew the jets close to what? As close as you can to, uh, you know, crossing into you're not supposed to fly over Taiwan. Oh, but, oh, oh. You know, just kind of a show of, hey, we're here. This is Yikes. what we got. They waved a gun in Taiwan's face. Yeah, well, and our, and our envoy's face as we're there for. Right. This yeah. is what training exercises might look like. Hey, thanks for your opinion. Tell you what, we're going to run some fighter jets at Taiwan, and you can F off, in, in essence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, that's pleasant. Yeah, isn't it? Man, that happens. China and the United States get after it. A lot of, uh, a lot of these other problems are going to fall by the wayside. You're concerned about what? You want to know what my pronouns are? I wonder which side Black Lives Matter will be on. That's a good question. Uh-huh. Armstrong and Getty. President Barack Obama announced today that the 768-page first volume of his memoir will be titled The Promised Land. Seems really long, but remember, most of that is pauses. Chapter uh, one. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, uh, a two-volume memoir from Barack Obama, and volume one's out, uh, dang near 800 pages. I, I read Dreams from My Father, thought it was really a great book. Really enjoyed it. Um, He's a liberal. I remember at the time I read that. This was before he was president when he was running for president. And I remember saying there's no way he's running for president or, or is serious or something like that. Because he put, that, he put stuff in that book that you would never put in a book if you were running for president. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking at the time. Right. Combination of times changing and the media choosing not to make a big deal of those things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, follow up on a couple of stories here. Uh, Americans are not fully conscious of Chinese military threat to the U.S., a commander says this week. I was just talking about, they did a flyover yesterday of our envoy in Taiwan. Try to know, hey, we're over here, by the way. We can do whatever we want. Wow. Um... Over the next decade, China will expand and diversify its nuclear forces, likely at least doubling its nuclear warhead stockpile, not consistent with a no-first-use policy, as we mentioned earlier in the week. And uh, and it goes on to say that we need to acknowledge the fact that we have never had a nuclear attack on the nation and haven't had a great power war in the last 70 years was not just an accidental fate of history. It was a lot of hard work by a lot of people to maintain systems ready to go. And that people don't understand the threat that exists for China and what they're planning to do. So. They're not our competitor. They're good mm, folks. More of that talk. I wonder, uh, the Trump uh, campaign has to have ads ready with Joe Biden saying that about China. They're not a competitor. They're good folks. I, I, the communist Chinese. 
And I also... Hey, yay, yay. I also, These guys ahead in the polls? I also mentioned it's National Cheeseburger Day and that McDonald's has uh, 50 cents, 60 cents, whatever. I don't know. I'm not getting paid to do the ad. Don't hold me to it. They're cheap cheeseburgers at McDonald's today. Whatever it is. I will give you a sock full of pennies. Give me however many cheeseburgers that equals out Exactly. To. Same time that this report came out, obesity has worsened in the United States for adults. Oh, boy. Wow. Well, the vid, man. It has worsened since when? Just this year? Yeah, just this year. The gyms are shut down. People aren't... I, what little fitness we had worked into our daily routines I've, has gone by the wayside. Plus, when you're bored, you eat. Yeah, I yeah. have exercised less in the last month than I have at any point in my life. I think, mm. and uh, I know a lot. I've heard a lot of people say that their eating habits have just gone out the window because of I don't know what. I need to feel something, and so they <laughs> they just eat. I don't know. It's just it's, it's just you know convenience is taking more of a priority because you can't go into restaurants and this and that. I don't know. I don't know what's causing it, but it doesn't surprise me. New data from the CDC show that adult obesity prevalence is increasing and racial and ethnic disparities persist, but we're getting fatter. Uh, Twelve states now have an adult obesity prevalence at or above 35%. Fat! Twelve states, over a third of the adults are obese, mm-hmm. using, using that crazy BMI chart. but Yeah, I'm, I'm, I really need to lose some weight, but I haven't been able to because I refuse to do the things that are necessary. Yeah, the funny, at the bottom of this article, the CDC says that uh, exercising more and eating less would be a good way to uh Wait, slow down, I'm writing this down. Uh, I know. Yeah. Why don't you shut up, is what I said to them. It's <laughs> National Cheeseburger Day. Did you hear about McDonald's deal? I can drive through that on the way home, won't take five minutes out of my day. I can get a bag full of burgers for the change in my ashtray. So shut up, is what I said. <laughs> but wow, in, counterpoint. in 2017, there were six states where a third of the adults were obese. So we went from six states, then to nine states in 2018. We're now at 12 states where a third or more adults are obese. On that trajectory, we're going to be at half the states in, what, two years? Oh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Two years. So currently, I'll name the states where a third or more of the adults are obese. Alabama, Arkansas, Indiana, my home state of Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, and West Virginia. A lot of South there. Yeah. Yeah. Although Michigan, Indiana. I'm thinking the South was the six and nine states are already there, and now we're adding them in throughout kind of the Midwest. Right. Spreading across the country. It's your fried Mason-Dixon line and your sausage-eating regions of the country. Well, you know that 4-H meat I bought the other day? Uh, it included some uh, some bratwursts. Ooh, man. They were good. You want some sausage? I'd like to tip my cap to that hog because he did well. <laughs> oh, man, was that good. But soon, Jack, if I keep eating like this, I won't be able to fit into London's narrowest home, which is on the market for $1.3 million. It's five foot five wide, the house. It's like a row house. And I'm looking at it as a fan of looking at real estate and studying it. It's actually uh, quite beautifully laid out for a five foot wide house. I could make it work. I I could, too. Not with kids, but by myself, I certainly could. Yeah. I mean, for instance, the dining room, which leads to like a glass wall of the garden, which is full Mm -hmm. of plants and stuff. 
about five foot five worth of plants, but it's beautiful. Plants in the garden's a good move. Yeah, that's a, again beautiful layout. But uh, while the dining area is only five foot five wide, it's twenty four feet long. So it's got this expansive feel out to the garden. Oh, it's really quite beautifully done. Um, is this a place that's been around forever? Uh, probably. I don't know. Um, I don't know that, but uh, might have a thousand thirty four square feet over five stories. How many? A thousand thirty four. Okay. It's it's just incredibly long and thin. Hmm. Um, and the multiple stories too. Yeah. It's what my wife would refer to as a one butt kitchen. Plenty of counter space, though. What's a one-butt kitchen? Really, only one person can fit in there and, and comfortably work. Huh. Otherwise, you'll bump into each other passing. I believe that was a reference her, her sainted uh, and late mother used to make, too. The uh, the master bedroom. So pretty good looking. Again, a little thin. Um, What is the hatch in the floor for? Is that storage? Um, five foot five. It's a nice location in London, though. Just under 1.3 million. Now that is a thin home. Then they have people posting to social media. If I had a million dollars, I'd buy a bigger house, posted one person. Good insight. Thanks. I, I wouldn't live there too thin. Yeah, I keep publishing those Twitter comments. If I had a million dollars, <laughs> I'd buy a bigger house. Okay. I heard a, I heard a story. Your, your on... tongue should be removed so you don't ever speak at anybody. I heard a story on Harris Faulkner's show on uh, Fox News the other day that was the laziest. She didn't do it. One of the correspondents did it. The laziest, most insipid story in journalistic history based entirely on Twitter is really mad about something. And it was nothing but two Twitter comments Mm -hmm. from some jackasses. Two jackasses think this is not a headline. No. No. Jackasses think a lot of things. I know a lot of jackasses. I am a jackass. You don't need to hear about them. I've sat on a lot of bar stools. I've heard a lot of dumb opinions about a lot of different things. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Can I hear cut 13 before we take a break there, Sean? Oh, speaking of barstool jackasses, before we get there, you've talked about... That's a good band name right there, the Barstool Jackasses. That's pretty good. We'd probably, probably play bluegrass or I something. W- guaranteed I'd at least buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, the merch yeah. should be fabulous. Yeah, yeah. But you've talked about, you know, you're sitting there alone in a bar and the guy who sidles up next to you. Hey, how's it going? That guy. Mm-hmm. I was at the doctor's office yesterday and I was reminded of older gal who wants to tell everybody about her medical situation. Ah. Her type. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and loud enough that everybody could hear for, you know, 100 feet in every direction. Boy, that type of person makes my skin crawl. My dad is a guy who can kindly and sincerely listen to that person as long as they want to talk. Wow. He just he's just got that. How interesting. He can completely with empathy and interest listen to the that person talk. He must have gotten mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just he's I'm, got that. I'm not glad the gal had the sufferings she had or anything, but <laughs> why are you telling me about it? Just want to say can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? Right. I wish I could do that better. Yeah. Eh, it depends. Some stranger just walks up to me and launches into they it. They need someone to talk to. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I should be a better person. It's not hurting me anyone. Am I going to read some stupid article on my phone? 
shop for something I don't need? Maybe. Why don't I, why don't I, I think listen? he's browbeating me, Sean. Well, why don't I, I'm talking to myself. Why don't I listen to this woman tell me her troubles? Maybe she feels a little better. I'm not you, talking to you, the, people. The silly video you could be watching on your phone instead. You already covered that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You already said. We'll, we'll clip get, 13? Is we'll, that what we're doing here? We'll get to this clip, I guess, when we come. Oh, you want to do it now or when we come back? I don't know. I don't care. It's like the last 15 minutes of the week. We just don't seem to care. We can no. listen to half of it now, half of it now. <laughs> Play it now. Y'all, look at that alligator that is right outside the window. He's going into the neighbor's driveway. This is why we don't want to go outside out here on the island. Oh, he is a monster. Oh, jeez. That is a woman who had an alligator land in her yard from the hurricane. <laughs> Look out in the yard, honey. There's an alligator out there. We had been looking for the proper uh, follow-up slash spinoff to Sharknado. We had Hippo Lanch. You know, <laughs> I had gone with Gator Quake. <laughs> no. But Gator Cane. Gator is, Cane. That's Clearly. solid. That's yeah. solid. Yeah, yeah whirling one. alligators. So apparently Nancy Pelosi got some poll numbers that say people don't like looting and rioting. Uh, she uh, said something yesterday that might shock you, among other things, on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We support peaceful demonstrations. We participate in them. They are part of the essence of our democracy. That does not include looting, starting fires, or rioting. Those are, they should be prosecuted. That is lawlessness. I'm very proud that Joe Biden has made the, presented the clarity of that, making a distinction that I under, don't think our colleagues quite understand, but the American people do. What? Yeah, the American people do. Yeah. God, yeah. she does not have a single principle. Makes you want to poop in her driveway. Again. Uh, just saw this from Robbie Suave with Reason. We've had him on a number of times. Universities are punishing kids for partying. After cashing their tuition checks, of course. I'll have to read that Well article. said. There's another outbreak, Jack. A hot spot. A tragedy. This is the nightmare scenario. I heard one uh, commentator or college uh, administrator say about an outbreak at school. Then at the end of the report, they say uh, none of the college students became seriously ill and none have been hospitalized. Okay. That's your nightmare? <laughs> I, got, I got better nightmares than you. Did you guys... Catch wind of the uh, the Princeton snafu and how they're being investigated by, I think, like the education department or whatever the federal what education happened? thing. So they were spouting some of the, the critical race theory kind of just talking points about how uh, racism is embedded in, in our university and who we are, which is a violation of if, if that is true. That's a violation, and now they are being investigated by the federal government as a as a way to maybe take away some of their federal funding mm. because they one of the the, the head ups at the the school kind of admitted, yeah, yeah, we're a racist institution. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's great. If you buy into critical race theory, you are. Yeah, so yeah. They, they said that, and then that triggered an sure. investigation from the federal yeah. department. Now they may lose some funding. Well, mm-hmm. your existence is proof that you're a racist, yeah. essentially. So, hmm. yeah, they ought, to, they ought to lose their funding. We can't have racist colleges. Great Scott, that's ugly. A little bonus mailbag, and I mentioned this very early in the show, but I thought it was so good I wanted to repeat it. Uh, Eric, who's... Uh, been a friend of Armstrong and Getty since uh, 2003. 
says, guys, imagine if state elections for governor were conducted under the electoral college system, similar to what's used to elect the president. Each county would have a certain number of delegates, so it wouldn't be just a big city popular vote continuously electing uh, liberal Democrats. My guess is that Cal Unicornia, Oregon, Washington would turn red overnight. Let me know your thoughts. I think you're absolutely correct. And that's why we have the Electoral College. So a few giant cities in the United States don't elect the president. It the is, president has to represent the entire country. I would like to hear from somebody smart as, as to why, if that's obviously a good idea for the country, why it wouldn't apply to a state. Aren't, aren't exactly the same principles involved? Yes, in a state as big as Cal Unicornia, for instance. Although it's you know, true it's, in my small state, no, growing right. up in Kansas, it's a right. very small population, but the politics are absolutely dominated by you know one town, really. Yeah, yeah. Look to Oregon, look to Washington, as he points out. I think that's a great idea, and um, you know, people who don't get the electoral college haven't thought about it much or haven't heard the argument for it. But look at the candidates right now; they are busting their butts to win Wisconsin. They are killing themselves. To hold sway in Minnesota, they're they're campaigning like crazy in Nevada. Why is that? Because of the electoral college. You get rid of that, Nevada will never see a presidential candidate again. Nope, no way. Nope. Nor will virtually any of the states. No. New York, Florida, Texas, California. Pretty much that's it. Yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, that's why the electoral college is so good. Great thought, Eric. I wish we could get that going, but uh, there's no way it'll happen. Uh, Mark in Akron uh, points out that I guess I was talking 10 years ago or so about not being an, a, a smartphone addict. And he said he took my words to heart and he said, you've made my life better for a decade now. And uh, I wanted to remind you because you said you and your wife and maybe even your daughter are having issues. Um, maybe my story can help you. It's the least I can do. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Um. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I resisted every text notification and all because of how you said it was affecting your brain 10 years ago or so. Mm. Oh, man, there was another one I really wanted to get to. Um, uh, People saying, if the lights are on, we're doing Halloween. We don't care what any uh, government official says. Good for you. Resist. We're going to hear a lot more of that as we get closer to Halloween. This idea of canceling Halloween. What the hell? Final thoughts with A-N-G. Oh so lame. It is. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. Michelangelo keeps us on the air, presses the buttons. Michael! I'm just hungry. All I keep thinking about is 50-cent cheeseburgers. I know what I'm going to do oh, yeah. when I stop. I, yeah. can, I got well, $5. I can get 10 of them. And now. you're celebrating. You're honoring National Cheeseburger Day. The cheeseburger is giving you so much. Why not give back? That's the way I look at it. Oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. Uh, Positive Sean, our producer, final thought? Yes, I believe I have found my workaround for seeing the Christopher Nolan movie Tenet. I uh, I plan on seeing that this weekend at a drive-in theater. Uh, I'll let you know what I think about it next week. Jack, you're the co-host, by golly. Do you have a final thought? Looking forward to a weekend with no bathrooms in our home. (laughs) That's just fantastic. Uh, Can't uh, can't clean ourselves, can't use the toilets. It's just... uh, mm. That's gross. Just squalor holler over there. It really is. <laughs> it is. Ah, it's kind of nice to see what it's like to live in rural India. That's pretty good. Uh, my final thought, I have a dilemma. Let's see. My wife is out of town, and there's six and a half hours of coverage of the U.S. Open Golf Tournament. What should you what do? What to do? What to do? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. 
only I had a big closet full of wine. Will you sit oh, on the couch or lay on the couch? I recline. False choice. In a love seat. False we choice. We have a reclining love seat. Cool. That I watch TV. In. You know what like goes a... good with wine? Cheeseburgers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going for quantity, unlike you uh, animals. Or quality, rather. Get a um, giant bag of McDonald's cheeseburgers, pair it with a nice wine, and watch uh, golf all day. I'm going to go with uh, Kobe beef burger with camembert. Not camembert. This that's not garbage you guys are eating. Yeah, you make you can't make up words. Do you don't care about your large intestine? Do you hate it? Why would you do that to it? Cannon bear? What did he say? I don't know. Come on, bear, Rube. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Well, it's a cannon bear. There's bears <laughs> with cannons? So many people, thanks for a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Oh, by golly, we've got all the podcasts there. We have, uh, okay, no time. We have no time. That's what we have. Armstrongandgetty.com. See you Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Ugh.